0: So I moved up, charged, killed his first screen, and tagged his Creed Hounds with all the Exalted.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 70, this is StatCheck World Championships of Warhammer Rundown. Uh, Three of the four of us that are here were at the World Championships of Warhammer, we're here to tell you all about what our experiences were like, how much fun we had, how much uh, the event was awesome, how much Atlanta sucked, um, all the, all the uh, the main topics of interest from the event. Uh, I'm Ennis, I'm joined by Anthony, Jeremy, and Nathan. Uh, we are going to be going through all the standard stuff on this episode, so we've got the last two weeks of stats rundown, we'll be doing standard show questions, and we'll be having a nice long discussion about the World Championships of Warhammer. With that though, how is everybody getting on? Nathan, would you like to start us off?
2: Oh man, I was not expecting being first. You're
1: in the top left, like, and you're going to be sh- first.
2: shoving announcements into the announcements channel. <laughs> Quickly. in the background, um, which I did and did badly because I got spooked by Anna's asking me a question. Um Things are fine over here. I am playing World Leaders and having a blast with my totally not Drukhari Drukhari army, where the first couple of games I played with it, I was like, why does this feel so familiar all the time as I play I told
3: it? You.
0: I
2: totally do. All I could think of was Anthony telling me... Like over a month ago, how similar it was and how I should be playing it instead of whatever nonsense I was playing. And so now I'm very happily painting World leaders stuff and playing it and kind of having a blast with it, which is great. Uh, Other than that, painting those, painting Eldari. I bought the Crusade book because everybody kept asking me about Crusade stuff. So I bought it just in time for them to release a new one so now I'm gonna have to buy a second one I guess I don't know I don't I still don't know how crusade stuff works in this edition yet but now I own the book for it um so I guess there's that
3: so what you're saying is we're gonna have a stat check crusade campaign
2: sure why not I don't know you can run it (laughs) alongside vibe check (laughs) like it's it'll probably be short because even after a cursory glance at the battle traits from this one like you can do some stupid crap real fast um, and I read the Goonhammer reviews for the Necron and AdMech Codex Crusade r- rules. And I was like, some of this stuff is real silly, like a two-up and vulnerable save and stuff like that. It's only for a phase, but still it exists. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of painting, prepping. We're planning two RTTs for January and February, and then another one for hopefully March. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. I didn't go to Atlanta. I just kind of vaguely poked at people as they were doing stuff in Atlanta, which is fine for me. It's great for me, really. I think you did uh, better, honestly. It's true. I didn't get sick or like <laughs> like a bunch of people did. So I'm taking that as, you know,
1: I didn't need to go.
2: I didn't need that in my life. You might, uh, you might as well
1: have called it the World COVID of Warhammer. Is how it felt after that tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not not,
2: anthony you had your own specific set of circumstances look that it's between you
0: and your patron deity if i didn't get sick because i was jamming 1500 milligrams of amoxicillin every day but it doesn't
2: feel related <laughs> it also probably isn't since... never mind no science no not gonna do it
3: <laughs> <No>. um... and...
2: <laughs>
0: also you know every I mean? cold med that i could find
1: that's true you were getting hopped up by the Canadians the entire time, man. It was great. I was getting
0: deliveries from Seth. He would just walk by my table and shake a pill bottle at me, which didn't look good, but, you know.
1: <laughs> to be fair, I was getting some of that on, my, on the last day, and I was like, I don't know what I can take. I don't know what any of your medicines do, doing. I'm allergic to a bunch of stuff. Leave me alone. I'm sorry. So, yeah. How about yourself, yeah. Jeremy? How's your last couple of weeks been?
3: It's been good. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the, the champs. I had a great time there. Getting ready for a GT this upcoming weekend here at the Dragon. We've got 30 people registered for that, so that should be a great time. And, of course, as soon as I got back from Atlanta and got sick again, <laughs> me and events apparently don't get along right now, um, have now hit the ground running, getting ready for OVO planning. And then, yeah, just Looking to the new year, figuring out events. Uh, we announced... We started selling tickets for it, but we announced the Ottawa 40K Teams event, which is going to be a 24-team, eight-man Teams event here in Ottawa. Uh, it's going to be... We're going to be using Weyland Utani Terrain. We've got new the new mats that the Dragon just got in, so everything is going to be basically as brand new as it could be. We also announced that all this dust is coming back at the end of March in Patawalla. Uh oh. We're going to most likely... Hasn't been finalized yet, giving away another Kopesh to the winner of that one. (laughs) I've been told that Anthony cannot defend his title, or refuses to defend his title, so someone else will get one. He'd come if
1: it was an Eviscerator. I can't.
3: I, like, literally can't. I know. (laughs) It's the same weekend as ETC. Ah. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. I can't can't argue. Same weekend? When weekend is this? 23rd and 24th of March.
2: I think it's like the weekend
0: after. Yeah, it's like the same oh, I, weekend can't, I, I can't, I can't yeah. for
3: different reasons. I'll
2: yeah. be at Ottawa teams.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've uh, recruited Nathan to be one of the judges because I will most likely be playing in that. Uh, and so Dan and Nick are heading up the judge team for that and I'm going to have nothing to do with it aside from just chilling the event and getting as many awesome teams to come out to it as possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah
3: so that's where I'm at. How about you, Anthony?
0: Oh,
1: I'm next. Oh, I guess so I'm on the left. It's been like a month since you've been on as well, so you can go oh, a little more. <laughs> God, when was the last time I was on? I've been that long before Cali Cup, bro. Oh no, surely it was after Cali Cup. Don't think so. I don't think that's true. I, I did the first Cali Cup episode alone
0: with Jeremy. Yeah, then there was an episode after that that I was on. I don't think that's real. I think you're lying. Also, your mic's not working. Fuck you, Ennis. Um, the, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the. <laughs> uh i've surely been on since i anyway i won cali cup woo easy um world leaders undefeated feels good uh was their first tournament win again uh got to answer a bunch of questions and talk i've been talking about that a lot Uh, a lot of people have picked up the banner and run with it kind of since i've um took them to LGT. they've seen a bit of a surge in popularity at least on my end um so them being broadly around has been pretty cool Um, took them to Cali Cup one, took them to WCW while uh after a series of unfortunate events, had to play on uh more than zero painkillers, which is not ideal for a uh (laughs) intellectually stimulating game like 40k. Um so not my not my best. I still went six and two, so I did well. Um, but it was a little touch and go in the like the, the two losses basically were like eight or nine point losses or less or slightly more or whatever. Um, and I think they very well could have been wins if like some combination of like I was 100%, my opponent didn't play like actually perfect or just like a little bit more luck to carry me through to the outs. But that's how it goes. Um, yeah, I think that tournament went well. Um, I am probably the most openly critical person of the WCW, uh, just kind of in general. Um, I thought, like, the event being fun had basically nothing to do with what the event organizers did. Um, I thought it was fun by dint of, like, the people there. And it was cool to play, like, in a tournament with that many, like, high-level players. But, like, the hotel was nice, but the area around the hotel was, like, a nightmare. Uh, The drunk, large, aggressive, homeless dude yelling, Come on, bitch, come get some, as we were walking back from dinner on the first night really set the tone for how many times I wanted to leave the hotel. Um... So, as he was, like, clanking liquor bottles together, it was really a good time. Uh, Very safe part of Atlanta, by the way. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Like, aside from that, like, the competitive aspect of the event was fine. I feel like what John and Boris had to go through was, like, complete bullshit. And I feel like you're lying to your competitors if you're telling them that that's a reasonable expectation. Because we don't fight. Like, this isn't a physical endurance sport making someone play 20 hours of Warhammer and then sleep for four hours and then run it again for nine more is, like, complete garbage. Um, It is fueled by this weird paranoia about clocks. Um, But, yeah, like, as far as WCW goes, I, like, broadly had a good time. I just don't think any of that was, like, the event itself. I think you could have run WCW in a warehouse in Mississippi and had roughly as good of a time. As long as you put all the same people in said warehouse, it would have been just as fun. Um... But, yeah, like, I loved seeing everybody. That part was cool. There was a lot of people there that I only get to see a couple times a year. Um, made some new friends. Uh, Mr. Big Rig was actually really dope. I liked talking to him a bunch. He was cool. Um, so, yeah, that side of things was cool. Um, and then I've recovered from aforementioned dental surgery. So, I'm back to normal, which is nice. Uh, that was a little touch and go for a bit, but now we're good. Um,
1: well, yeah, and a say- for people that Anthony didn't actually get stabbed recently. That I don't know. Yeah, how that it's fire. But that was really <laughs> funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's got to see me realize how rough I looked on day what was it 1 or 2. I like looked in a mirror after we finished the day and I was like, "Jesus Christ, why did no one tell me I looked this bad?" Um, cuz I just looked like death. Like my eyes were like all the way sunken in I had giant circles. I was just like <laughs> it was really really
1: bad. fair, sure, Anthony, I've basically only ever seen you after after international travel and you almost always look like that. So That's I didn't fair. Really know what the difference
0: was. Um, yeah, like my shining moment of LGT was walking into the venue and joe on stream going man i just saw anthony vanilla and he looks like a corpse uh so, <laughs> thanks joe uh so yeah like I, aside from like the the criticism the event itself was fun it was great to see everybody but i think just from like as like a competitive thing between like the missions which is a little bit the fault of the mission pack the format of the event itself and like the location it was just like boy this is a lot closer to lvo 2022 to or 2023 than this is to any of the WTCs um but that's just me Ennis how you
1: doing yeah not doing too bad um mostly recovered from I don't know if anybody saw me on the last day of uh worlds but it was I did not look dire. um I kind of like woke up bad went down to play worse got worse still went to bed back to bed for like six hours came down still was dying I kind of was mostly recovered by like two days later when i had landed in britain again um but it was a difficult difficult couple of days um so yeah it's been a kind of like i got back from that spent most of the week like I'll, i'll do any coaching with people who message me but i'm not messaging anyone i'll schedule stuff for this week and i'm kind of back into swing of things now still feeling pretty run down but a lot better um i went to a So to punish myself, I went to an RTT and played Swarm Terranids because that felt like a thing that it would be like a nice thing to do to detox. Um, And that was really good fun, actually. Uh, I really enjoyed that. So I managed to win a little RTT um, playing 170 models. I managed to lose 450 models in three games while killing no more than 50. Um, Just, you know, the good the good kind of ratio um yeah besides that it was mostly worlds obviously which we'll talk on a little bit more in the world segment but i managed to go five and three there which i was a little disappointed with but i'm mostly not counting my last day because i did not feel like i was awake for that game um and the other two like definitely felt like they were within my control and i'm not too upset about them so for what, for what it was and for the list that we took being experimental i'll say uh, i'm pretty happy with the performance overall um, yeah, as as a uh, AJ says in chat, screw that mid-list. He managed to kill my list like 160 models to about 20, but didn't Didn't manage just <laughs> <to> 20 points. <laughs>
3: Sounds about right with that list. It is, if you do not know what you're getting into, it is a hell of an experience to table your opponent twice over and lose.
1: It's yeah. really funny when the Death Guard are dropping you to receive by one and still getting it matched on every objective because we're all battle-shocked
3: all the time. Uh, Wait, did, did he have Mortarian by any chance? No.
1: Oh, okay because that gets really funny no, no he was playing a good list he didn't have mortarian um brutal yeah i actually played into the Stormhawks list that chris was playing my blood angelus in the last game for that one and i'll to tell you what's really annoying for that Stormless is ball predators that you can't kill <laughs> just getting hit by 36 plus three flavor shots twice, a, twice a and twice about around you're just like please stop this please for the love of christ stop this um but it's fine because it just lets you trigger reinforcements twice a battle round. so um <laughs> that's the that's what i was looking for out of you out today um so yeah that that's uh that's kind of been me uh i'm prepping up for not much at the moment we've got a team excuse me a team event in two weeks in scotland which i'm organizing slash playing with and we've got a couple of the polish boys coming over for so uh Meissen and typhus are coming over to play with myself brian and chris which is gonna which is promising to be a blast i'm playing four norns for that it's gonna be incredible um yeah, one extreme to the other on Turreted lists. Uh, and then I've got, like, not much. I'll, I'll probably have – we'll have the Scottish Invitations in the new year. I've got Nottingham in January, which um, Tim is coming over for as well, so that's the only reason I'm going to that. And then it's full-on into team event season. We've just finished picking our team, our roster for Team Scotland, so we've ended up going with a, a 10-person roster, of uh, which we'll pick eight players from in May, um, doing a little bit more of the uh, America-Canada style to try and use our deeper pool of applicants this year to try and really push ourselves to – be the best we can other than that yeah it's just full into i have to be the captain again i don't get to just be a random dude anymore so
3: Matty's maddie's well,
1: well yeah i have to like have a, have a clue of what's going on on the gaming side of things and be like you know take the lead on that a bit more rather than just being random singles player number seven um so yeah stepping away stepping away from that a little bit stepping back into my comfort zone uh, I get to not worry about Supply Drop against Ten ter- against Terminators anymore. I just get to put my Matrix down <laughs> one instead of having to play the game and try to win it. And that's really all I'm looking for, is being fucking able to win a game without having to play. Uh, fucking Supply Drop, dude. <laughs> I, know, I right? love
0: that mission. I hate that mission so much. I, it's not as bad as Prios, but
1: it's not good. It's almost as bad as Prios. It's almost as bad. It's not as bad. Actually, no. I would argue it's more. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse than prior targets because it's there's not. so much less primary available that the 15 point swing is so huge on the last turn. Nope. Yep.
2: <laughs> Fuck Prios forever. On that note, we'll just do. We're gonna do a kind of a bridge stats thing. We're not gonna cover a ton of stuff. Not a lot of stuff to cover that is of interest, and I think people are more interested in hearing about more about Warhammer World. That are us doing a of submission apparently.
3: I mean, we Oof. can do a tier
2: list. No. We can do a tier list later, but not this episode. I will just go play WoW. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you turn the camera so we can watch you do it. You, I, you can watch me do it like this no, you from the back. See you oh, you, you want to see? Yeah, you share your screen, screen as well. Yeah. You Got You gotta give us an experience, not just. You guys watch can watch you. me play Demon Hunter. It's fun. I used to be better at it than I was at 40k. Not now. <laughs> All right, On to stats. Okay, we're gonna sh- smush two weeks of stats together. Um, So we're going to go basically from the weekend before to this weekend. This is just last weekend. Uh Craft World Elder, best performing faction of the weekend to everybody's incredible surprise, I know. Um, With a 9.9% meta representation, which is the highest non-marine so faction much. representation. It's <sighs> a lot. It is. There are a lot of elves right now. Uh, Dude, with What the s- fuck? <laughs> 1 in <laughs> six, 10. Fuck off. 60.7% win rate four event wins 25 top fours 36 top tens and a 2.6 over rep a 2.6 at 10 percent huh that
3: means yeah, they're making it's... up 26 percent of the top fours that's good yeah solid good pretty good not
1: dominant by the way one person in every top four is an Eldar player
2: yeah <laughs> uh Fucking black Christ. templars are the next up uh four point four point one percent meta representation which actually is Quite a lot for just a lot a Marine for a, faction generally. Yeah, of Marines. Um, it's actually the most of any marine faction based on what I can see in front of me at the moment. Uh they have a 58.4% win rate, two event wins, five top fours, seventeen top tens for a 1.27 overrip. And then I'm it's leading go- I'm just gonna guess all of those are iron storm lists. Probably. We'll uh, go look at it. We can look at it later. I'm gonna preview something that everybody's gonna be really excited about a little bit later, I think. Um,
0: because Pretty sure the best the, Templar list is either Gladius or Firestorm.
2: People keep playing Ironstorm with Meltas. The
0: one I mean, that's been a, lot is a lot of is it's Ironstorm. Kevin Zollinger.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> All
2: right. Leagues of otan is in third, four point nine percent meta representation, a fifty-six point nine percent win rate, uh, three event wins, six top fours, fourteen top tens, and a one point two eight and then chaos space marines are next with a 7.7% meta representation so their meta representation has also been increasing they have a 56.3% win rate two event wins eight top fours 22 top tens and a 1.08 for overrip and then rounding out the top 5 is world leaders with a 4.7% meta representation a 56% win rate one event win five top fours and 13 top tens with for a 1.11 uh outside of that like the biggest Deal is and that people have been talking about the most is probably Sisters of Battle, who won three events just this last weekend. Uh 2.8% of the meta, so they've started to spike back upwards, and meta representation is kind of what we're starting to see. 52.4% win rate. Three event wins, six top fours, nine top tens for a 2.27 over rep. So I they need, won three events. which I is Sisters players to chill the fuck out, because I need that <laughs> faction to be good for when Typhus plays them in April. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, they the might have a book
3: by then. Fine, they might have a book. It's true. They won't, but it'll be like summer.
1: You're just worried they're going to release the bloody Rose attachment. You're going to have to play them.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Who plays sisters on your team? Everybody else. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, but what happens if CSM and uh,
0: uh, world leaders just eat shit? I'll be Nids again, dude. I am Team America's Nids player. Me and Sean, oh, you're the not player, then. John. <laughs> Sure, I don't care. (laughs) If I already have to play something I don't like, I might as well make both of us suffer.
2: (laughs) The other aberrations, just to note, are Death Guard won two events um, over the last two weeks. Four top fours, 14 top tens for 0.92. And then...
3: They've won seven events since the slate. Yeah.
2: It's a fair few. And then Tyranids won two events, five top fours and 17 top tens, while having a 47% win rate and a 0.88 for overrep.
1: That's and that's That's Tyranids. Well done.
2: Perfectly. And finished. then at the bottom is Drukhari, um, who have 21 players over two weeks for a 1.9% meta representation, a 38.3% win rate, and a 0.56 overrep because one player got a top four um imperial knights are right above them at a 42.1 percent win rate same meta representation but no placements to speak of so they have a zero for overrep and then space marines at 7.1 of the meta 43 percent win rate but they won two events have six top fours and 11 top tens and have a 0.88 for over rep because of it just because not everybody's playing Iron Storm or people playing all sorts of random stuff.
1: It's actually pretty uh, solid for Marines on the whole, right? For a faction that's played pretty universally, doing average is usually a pretty good sign for them.
2: Yeah, 7% of just Codex Marines, too, and not all of the various, like, subgroups of them is not bad. Uh, Custodies are 4th from the bottom, uh, 3% meta representation, 43.3% win rate. They got a top 4 and 3 top 10s for 0.34. And then rounding out the bottom 5 is Guard... meta representation, 44% win rate, but they won an event. Um, And so I have a zero point three 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 for overrep. And that is two weeks of stats, basically, from the meta. I'll share my screen so you guys can see whatever kind of nonsense I've decided to show you this week. I don't know. We're just going to do this the the most terrible way possible. Like, it's not even like anything
0: stats related. You just open it up and it's just like a bad meme of something
3: it might be
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. like it's just nothing like i might While just they've have been to... loading
3: that up i do want to shout out uh aj over at saltar games for these absolutely amazing deep strike markers
0: oh yeah those things are dope i have a bag of them over there
1: because i totally yeah. forgot to bring them to wcw <laughs> it's okay because i
3: brought loads yeah. yeah i basically pinched every single one that Innes brought over here i, I gave uh, him the
1: entire bag that i had that was left over
3: <laughs> yeah and then AJ also made uh, a special delivery because I had a custom set made for our sponsor, Den over at the Red Dragon. That'll be him later this week. Uh, also, these Battleshock tokens are so nice for the stat check ones. Tyler fucking loves those things.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I handed them to Tyler like midway through his round round two as he was like, oh yeah, I'm, or midway through round one. He was like, yeah, I a bunch of people to get Battleshocks. I'm like, guess what I have? <laughs> Just <them> a pile.
3: <laughs> Big fat Battleshock tokens. Yeah,
1: the problem with your play oh, card is you have to mark everything. Battle shock, not everything that is sometimes. So got mad for some reason. All right.
2: So this is basically what we've been looking at. Everything kind of condensed. The bat the balance data slate happened. Everything kind of condensed them some more, and then Eldari kind of bounced off of it. So you can see Eldari here with
1: a six. Hold on a minute. We're still broken and then they recovered. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, the pilots just went moment. back to playing them. Yeah. That was all it took. Uh, the only thing I really wanted to pull out of this, because I think it's kind of funny. Jesse, it? ow. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just, oh, look how good we are. Oh, no. I don't think they're that bad. Well, like, apparently.
3: Well, You're it depends all... piloting them at the champs. Oh,
2: my God, guys. Get it to fucking gather. <laughs> uh, Chaos Space Marines are right here. They've kind of settled on. into the unbalanced region of this map. Look,
0: GSC might not be great, but they're certainly fucking better than Blood Angels. What are we doing?
3: Apparently
1: not, bro. Apparently Come not. Come on. <laughs> apparently not.
3: Come on,
1: guys. <laughs> just,
3: uh, it turns out not. the Death Company are pretty good. In, uh...
0: Dude, that not the Blood Angels in the dashboard just the fucking sun's detachment, or is that all no, of them? it's all, it's, all oh, of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you, you use Blood them. Angels
3: units, then you are Blood Angels.
0: All right, fine. If I you, thought that if was if you just, just look at Sons sun. of Sanguinius, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sons of
3: Sanguinius are like below the graph.
0: Good. Okay. That's fine. Not good, <laughs> that's bad, obviously. But like you know what I meant.
2: <laughs> this it's is nice just to torture cliffs from afar, God, basically. Nights should be night should be worse.
0: Knights should be worse, but I think people are still bad at playing against them. Like that's I don't so think I like much like I think that G S C yeah. is too I'm low bad. there, I think that knights are too high.
3: Probably. I mean, I they mean, are well, still a stat check army and some armies just can't handle that.
0: But, like, all armies can handle it. You have to willfully be like, no, I don't actually think I want to
1: kill anything big when you build your list. Yeah, you can submit Death Watch.
0: You... I mean,
2: even then. <laughs>
0: the I don't know. I that death thing... Watch that
1: at the moment, that does not sound pleasant.
2: It's just a preview of something that's coming to the metadata dashboard. Oh, boy. I... Which is the ability to uh, unlock all of the various sub-faction detachment tabs so you can break them all out so for space marines here you can see kind of what that will look like you'll be able to do it for blood angels and basically everybody so this is something that Cliff has been working on in the background and now will be going live relatively soon i think
0: it is unreasonably funny how good world leaders are going 4-0 and then not finishing look at yeah. that that is the funniest shit <laughs> World leader players are really good until they play someone
3: else that's good. And then it's just like, man. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, is that their first loss is, I think, fairly low. So yeah. it's not even that. It's more just that, like, they lose a game early and then just go on a tear. Oh <laughs> uh, Well, no, that's 4-0 events 4-0. Start. starts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is 4-0 events starts. Oh, never mind. All right. So they, yeah. you either lose your first game and win four,
1: or you win your first four games and then lose, lose the, last the last one. one. You certainly else. do
0: not complete the event undefeated.
1: <laughs> also, you've got four wins in a row. It's up to you to figure out where they are. <laughs> which but side?
3: <laughs> but yeah, that's it for stats. Uh, I hate you know, because so world much. leaders have a 9% percent 4 event start, that's only like I say only, it's only about 50% more than average.
0: Yeah, I mean, they start it Frequently, they just can't close. It it was true last edition too.
3: Yeah, it's also funny looking at the world leader record, and then there's the one person who got nine wins with them. Who
2: did that? I don't know, bud. Asshole, fucking
3: forever. Everybody else a, ruining forever a, a mystery.
2: <laughs> See that's that stats? It's more of the same. We need another balanced data slate to kind of even some things out, Um, hmm.
3: which supposedly we're getting in January. So yeah, but apparently it's just going to be internal balance. And, like, taking the clip, very lightly clipping the wings of Eldari and maybe giving them back to Drucari. Or, and Custodius apparently getting some of their wings back because they said that they hit them too hard, so... Uh,
0: Custodius seem fine still, for what it's worth. Like, they're not, like...
3: You could probably undo the point increases on them and they'd be fine.
0: Yeah. I really do not like people suggesting that their mortal wound protections should work against dev wounds. That shit was fucked. Um...
3: Having it a detachment rule that does nothing, I guess... It doesn't do nothing. Word, it but... certainly
0: does not do nothing. There's it's a lot really of sources... Grenade. Yeah, or Whoosh. just like Thousand Suns or like lots of other non-traditional sources of damage. I think since they nerfed Dev Wounds, it's okay that Custodies die when they get hit by them.
2: They also have a book coming out, like, <laughs> basically TM. in the first part of next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's all funny we games just got... until they get the Vanguard detachment, or the Stormlance detachment, that's it. <laughs>
3: uh solar watch yeah yeah just every I'm detachment
1: like, has one of like the seven variants of detachment that we've seen so far just yeah. advanced charge. they just advance and you've either got the demons detachment rule you've got advanced charger you've got you've got stealth or yeah a weird period and stuff that's detachments now
2: <laughs> do we want to talk at all about any of the new books before we move into world my uh
1: wcw chat i don't understand enough about either of them yet i haven't i, ha- I haven't really or anything I haven't seen
0: uh, and, them piloted past us, like, fucking about a bit with the previewed ones. Uh, and if you take 18 raids, you will beat
2: Chaos Knights. Good job. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, I guess, on that note,
3: we'll just move
2: into WCW yeah. talking yeah.
3: <laughs> Like, I, I read both of them to help write reviews, and it was still that moment of, like, uh, It's too much shit. With,
0: I don't think anyone, like, the one of the failures of this edition, not of this edition, of content creation for this edition will be the like as much as they were often inaccurate last edition they are for certain going to be inaccurate now because there's no fucking way to pull what's going to be good out of six detachments on an initial read it's just not happening
3: especially when there's also substantial rewrites to data sheets yeah with there's that just legacy. like
0: too much <laughs> going on
3: yeah right. it's pretty easy to pull out like things that will be cool but
1: what does that look like in a list is difficult right it's, yeah it's gonna be so people hard. will get the initial pass we'll see some stuff in the first couple weeks and then like by january we'll have lists right like that yeah be, there's no way it comes out fast even with like yeah. marines it's taking a while both of those, it, both those books
3: will have a huge splash at lvo would be my expectation yeah yep um people that don't know how to play into them will just lose
0: yep yeah i would i would wager that necrons will be something like this year's Custodius. Mm. where they release close to it, it's really easy to get stat checked by them and die. And... They won't win. End.
3: And they <laughs> so won't, Exactly. Won't. And
0: then they won't win.
3: <laughs> so long as they don't, like, do exceptionally well and then get a point reduction immediately afterwards. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't care about... As, soon as, you said w- that, as, I as soon as you said custodies, I immediately got I some mean, level of, of trauma. The other thing to think about after. is that
2: we don't know if these books are going to come with like a digital points change that's associated with them, which is what happened with Tyranids, right? Both of them got changes. For
0: for what it's worth, Like I, in hindsight now, can be okay with Custodes getting buffed after nearly winning LVO because they got fucking dumpstered by Release Tau and then invalidated by Eldar and Harlequins. So, eh, maybe it was
1: fine. And Ned's from when oh that book god, came out?
0: oh no. <laughs> yeah, that shit was shadow realm shit. <clears> How <throat> oh,
1: yeah. the good old
0: days. That was the best. That was the best like four months of me playing 40k, getting to just unmitigatedly bully tau and Eldar. Uh tau and well Tao, Eldar, and um custodies with Harlequins. That was the most fun I've had playing the game.
3: I think we might be bad people.
0: Um <laughs> I god, it was so cathartic after Cherokee. <laughs>
3: Man enjoys playing 80% win rate faction, more at 11. Oh, God.
0: The (laughs) back-to-back major wins, just 12 games undefeated in two weekends, felt good.
1: Fucking custodies.
0: Anyway. uh, (laughs) um,
1: Shall we talk about WGW in depth, then?
0: Yeah. Does someone more positive want to go first?
1: I'll go first, then. So... Is I want to say a very well done <laughs> yeah game right Workshop. that was strange <laughs> that was very game strange to me that felt like one of the event it, the thing I love about the most about 40 k is the community and Games Workshop running an event where the entire point was to highlight how fucking awesome this community is is the coolest shit Games Workshop have ever done Um the fact that it's a company sponsored event that's even close to being like it, even if vanity says it's closer to LVO than it is to WWC, it's clo- it's further closer to WC than LVO is. And LVO was one of the flagship events of the independent scene. The fact that Games Workshop, the company that makes the game, took everything the independent community is and distilled it into a tournament that is a first attempt, that had flaws, that will improve, I'm sure of it, is a positive step towards Games Workshop being involved in the competitive scene in a way that is healthy and in a way that we can all enjoy. That bit, I am head over heels with they did a fantastic job mike's direction for what he wants the tournament to be is very much a thing that i'm happy with like that that 100 on board with that do do you disagree with that Anthony? because it feels like you still do but um so like
0: i was super cool with that for the most part right up until we got to the finals and then person working the event to pull specificity out of this was like dude it's fine that service goals is the shadow round the person that has the most fun in service goals is the person that cares the least about winning and i was like wow that is a fucking awful time to be using this mission then isn't it
1: yeah i have some qualms with the missions and the format which are separate to like yeah. the, the event's intent i I'm I over the broad stroke
0: that, that intent of the event yeah. is fine. I think there's just like a little bit too much of the like trying to apply like the haha just to romp with the boys to like these are our champions, let them compete on even footing.
1: At the same time, like WTC fucked that up this year with Warmasters. Like we played servo skull. Like our day one missions were like supply drop ritual servo skulls. Like yeah, I mean there's in- a degree of this mission pack's just not great for tournaments.
0: For the singles event, sure, but I feel like the missions we played in teams were fine. Yeah, I mean, we first still, round we was all little... this
1: ritual supply drop day one, right? So, or day one, day two.
0: The first mission was a little screwy, but the first mission is top seed in a pod against the bottom seed in a pod. It's fine that that one's a little fucky. It's not, yeah, the... but it's also the it's two middle
3: not... seeds playing each other. It's not necessarily the
0: like, I also didn't think that first mission was that, like, that bad. It was just very, like, not a draw. <laughs> Which is fine, honestly, if you're going to open with that, right? I think the, like, capstone event of the year, by the company that writes the missions, most of the rounds being nonsense, is like, bruh, yeah. <laughs>
1: well,
0: what are we well, doing? I think there's also nonsense. a degree of, if, if,
3: you like... pack,
1: sorry, Jeremy, uh, if you just picked nine random missions from the pack, sorry, Jeremy, if you just picked nine random missions, they're nonsense, because there are, because you have Scramble fields and Secret Intel and targets of opportunity and like there's you on average the pack the missions are nonsense this pack which i think is just there's a bit of a aos 1.0 with the mission pack where once we get a second run at this i'm sure it's going to be chill but this version just isn't that and but you kind of just have to accept that for competitive play from the company that makes it that is going to want to show off all of the missions in this pack
0: yeah but i feel like you can just not do that right like you can just elect to be like we're gonna use the like play Warhammer missions in the important round, the important rounds and not be like, good fucking luck with the nonsense, lads. Go get them, soldier.
3: I think, <clears throat> and I think this is one of the things that some people may miss a little bit. Like, Ines does make a point about showcasing everything, but there is, and I'm entirely playing devil's advocate here because I don't agree with this, but there is the element of sometimes the crazy wild shit is what makes Warhammer what it is. Does everyone remember playing the Relic?
0: No but
3: i also it is didn't, remember but i also it is remember playing the, play the route, game
0: like. when it was stupid like
3: but it's one of these things where like it hasn't always been the lame boring itc kill one kill more hold one hold more yeah, i mean even the just very... the ninth missions were like fairly you know like
0: there wasn't like you weren't randomly like ooh the primary is go fuck yourself this round know, all right, Unde- cool. right mr
1: undefeated in the Scouring, back up all right uh, only in tournament play <laughs> no um i think once you have the directive of we're going to try and play as many missions as possible and for what it's worth the top cut like the champions bracket was like five of eight missions were taken hold chilling rain which Mm -hmm. like as as much as control as you could be i think if you're given the directive of you need to play a, a variety of missions and the expectation is that all of the primaries are played once except sites of power putting it in the one round where i get that it matters but it's also like It's already going to be a nonsense round because of the timing on it, which is its own issue. We can. I was going to say that's just like a a
0: separate solvable problem. It's like you don't need to compound the fact that it's a nightmare. No,
3: but again, it only screws two people.
0: But like those two people, those two people are already getting fucked. Like it shouldn't. Like we shouldn't double down on how fucked they're getting because they're getting
3: fucked. If the guidance is you have to play all but one. And that one has to be played. Just don't play Servo
0: Skulls then, it's the worst one!
3: I'm not disagreeing (laughs) with you there, but if Servo Skulls is the one that you opt to play instead of Sights of Power, because that was the one that was not played at the World Champs. Now, I disagree with this, I think Sights of Power should have been played and Servo Skulls should have been taken out back and shot. Or at least they
0: could could have done us the solid of at least printing the right fucking Servo Skulls card. That's...
1: At least think they think would be that if <clears throat> was like one of the tournament. I think that would have been a way cool. Oh. Like, everybody plays Wars Skulls, get it out of your system, now go play Real Warhammer. But... I would have been I mean... okay with that.
0: Like if you want I would rather ever like hear me out. I would actually rather that they were like round one, you're all jet lagged. Fuck it. Go nuts. And round one was just like, woohoo, nonsense time. It should not be the game four of the 20-hour day for the two people that are, like, dying.
3: Yeah. Now, mind you, the 20-hour day aspect of it was also, and this is something that I think we can all agree on, was... I'm going to back up a little bit before I get into this. I want to say my basic thoughts. I agree with Innis. The intent and the premise behind this event is amazing. To see Games Workshop actually investing and hosting this event is amazing yeah that's i really cool. i really like that they're embracing that the vision is good i th- there's definitely areas of improvement and there were some areas where execution definitely fell flat and this is goes into my rant now because this is something that i've seen constantly is the lack of timekeeping
0: it's so bad, you set dude. a
3: schedule you keep a schedule because the reason that that chance round like the fourth round of the champs on day one which was the Servo-Skulls round, didn't start until 11.30 at night.
0: Later than that even,
3: right? No, it ran for three hours. It was from 11.30 to 2.30 in the morning. And then the next round started at 8 Uh, a.m. And that was because they spent the entire day behind schedule because round one of the champs started on time at 8 a.m., And the last game in round one of the champs didn't finish until almost 1 p.m. If you're going to have a schedule, you need to keep to that schedule. And you need to use whatever tools are at your disposal to make sure that that schedule is being kept.
0: Yeah, I think... Sorry, Anthony, please. No, I mean, you should
1: go because it'll be slightly more positive and then I'll just take it home. (laughs) I think the thing that was missing from this event more than anything else, if you're going to say no clocks... I don't agree but I I get it from a the company making the game standpoint that that's not part of the game for them if you're going to come in with the premise that if a round is going to the rounds are going to finish on time and we're going to talk through with an active judge you should probably do that um because I don't think I saw a single instance of a judge presiding over the end of a game other than to watch the players playing I don't think I saw anybody doing the like the thing you heard about from every other event which is the judge at the table actively being like hey guys I get that you're on turn four, but this round finishes in five minutes ago. You need your score in. What is the resolution to this game? I didn't see that even once, I don't think. Now, obviously I wasn't everywhere and I can't speak to everybody's external experience, but I watched a lot of the end of a lot of high stakes games um, and they all played to the finish, whether that meant running an hour and a half over or two hours over or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think when that's part of the pack is that we're going to finish rounds on time because we have this judge team that is... You know our, our compilation of the best judge in the world honed over you know a couple of years of warhammer open events and bringing in the wc judges and all that use them don't sideline them i think that was the biggest
3: issue. and them. empower
1: them
0: yeah um i don't really have like a nice way to say this but it's just that like their timekeeping system is like just an abject failure um like, it just is. And that's okay. Like, some things just don't work. Like, unlucky. But, like, also... milestones
3: are good. They're but...
0: adorable if we were playing Kill Team or some shit. But they're not at all effective for 40k. They just aren't. The, the armies are too incongruent to each other. Like, knowing who's using the time or where the time's going is not something you're going to realistically achieve without a $3 device that lets you do it. Unlucky... Just is what it is. Is that solution perfect? No. Is that solution something that you can enforce on players going to a regular GW event that isn't the World Fucking Championship? Probably not, because there's a lot of more casual players at those events. But the idea that we couldn't have clocks because they're like spooky for new players at the World Champs was absurd. The rounds went as long as they did because there was no enforcement of the timestones, but the timestones also just don't make sense in that setting.
1: I also think I maybe heard three announcements of the time scheduling over the entire tournament.
3: That's
0: like a.
1: And like they were mostly at the end of rounds when it was quiet.
3: Yeah, that was definitely an event hall acoustics announcements were very difficult to hear in that room. They definitely had some issues with the sound system. So that was challenging at the best of times.
0: If only Um, there was some type of way that we could know how much time there was left that was perhaps sat at the table. Even if there had been time.
3: a Put a projector, projector on a wall with the time and just and say, "Here's how much left is." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should be in round one. This much time remains in the round. Exactly. Yeah. I
0: Cause... also think that, like, the expectation for the end of the game actually shouldn't be that it goes five. If we hit the end of a round and you're on turn three, fucking unlucky. That's the score. Boop. Next.
1: That encourages slow play in a way if... that can be yeah. awkward and unimportant. If only
0: there was a solution to that problem. I get that.
1: But... <laughs> I know. I know
3: we're, we're, to, we're to already away on that kind of from
2: clocks a little bit from somebody who wasn't there the only real weak point of the event was that the streaming was kind of not great from the direct stream the non-gw mainstreams were pretty good but I also don't speak French so <laughs>
0: it's a bit hard
2: not as not as useful um because to be honest warmer 40k streaming is hard to parse at the best of times without an expert telling you what's on the table or because Joe's love, love, cameras like are not interaction amazing Mm -hmm. at capturing five green models on a green table with various pieces of terrain on it and explaining what what unit that is on it
1: which my my mom and dad tried to watch the stream of me playing in round five and got annoyed that it was jumping to sigmar and if my mom and dad are getting annoyed (laughs) yeah yeah and that was the
3: most common complaint where any time one of the canadians would be on stream people would just be like I don't know what's going on because, you know, Nick is playing against 20 Hearthguard and then they cut to the AOS stream and they cut back and all the Hearthguard are gone. And you, the casters have no idea what just happened aside from there are no Hearthguard left on the table.
2: And some of this is going to be growing pain stuff, right? Like some of this stuff is just going to be we're doing this the first time for GW and maybe... Like external expertise being taken for lessons isn't a thing that they do all the time for their event running. I'm not going to tell them what they do and or do not do, but this is perhaps an opportunity for them to receive feedback from that survey system. Right. And hopefully everybody provides, everybody fill out your surveys and tell them what to do.
0: like they're. By yes. far the largest company in the space. They've run tons of events at this point, competitive They've worked with
3: many different stream teams over the years.
0: Like, they should fucking know what to do.
3: Right. And I don't... You disagree. know what? It's also one of these things where this was the first event of its kind. It was being run in tandem with the Grand Narrative, which definitely had a lot of resources invested in it, so... But
0: it's not the first Warhammer event.
3: Also- no, 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 no. I, I, I know that. Okay. <laughs>
1: We also don't know what kind of corporate directives they have on overhead of this, right? Dude, There's also um, a degree of are they allowed were they allowed to do everything the way they dude, wanted? Or was there like no, a the stream has to be both games, right? They I'm, could have just been told you're not allowed. Dude, to.
0: I'm homies with all the streamcasters. I love those guys. It's not shit at them. This is shit at the people that make these fucking shit decisions, yeah. right? I don't care. Wherever
2: the buck stopped, that's yeah. where the criticism. That is guy's in. fucking up real hard. <laughs> right. I think also people are probably going to take like this is a lot of complaints, but we want these events to be good. 100. We want them to be good. We want to go to them well
1: and yeah. be able. A- after to this, have we're going to talk a whole bunch about all the games that we had that were awesome. So like, yeah. we're yeah. getting this other. Now, can we talk about how crap two games a day is? I did not I, enjoy that.
0: Two games a day is fine when it's like one game a day. Sucks. One game a day was like a bit trolling, but like I was I was injured, so I was like when there was less games in the days um i'm a lot more game for three games a day when that doesn't involve like 16 hours of being sat in the room uh which is what that felt like because we were trapped there forever for some unknown surely not timekeeping related reason um but like the the like games themselves were great right i think the biggest like summary that i could put to my feelings on wcw where that like after i went to wtc it completely changed how i interact with 40k like night and fucking day difference i am not at all intending to even consider changing my schedule to get a ticket to go back to wcw like even a little if i trip into a ticket on accident the way i did this year basically where like i pick one up from us winning kc teams or like suddenly cali cup has a ticket Fucking sick. If not, no real loss as far as I'm concerned. Like that was more or less the same to me as like doing just like
1: Alpine. Which to be fair, Alpine's pretty awesome. So that's a good thing. Sorry, that was problem. not
0: like meant to compare the two. I had a lot more fun at Alpine. I also didn't feel like I was actively in danger every time I left the venue.
1: It's because there were like seven people in whatever in later. Sure.
0: <laughs> Say what you will. No danger. <laughs>
1: right shall we talk a bit about how our games went
2: yes let's, let's try run to it keep them relatively like the, brief
1: yeah let's do the like your five games then your three games so let's just do it in order jeremy anthony me
3: okay, okay so my first games
1: yeah, touch on your pod good. stage
3: okay pod stage i played round one into uh to, anyone's not interested i brought my votan which i've been playing for months now um Anyways, uh, round one, I played into Daniel Hesters, who was playing uh, Vanguard Dark Angels with an infiltrating Deathwing Brick, I went second, and I puckered for a turn, and then he whiffed his charge, and I just body blocked him for the rest of the game. Uh, Got off a perfect Rapid Ingress and just ended the game by getting a cheeky charge, but not a charge into some sense who then couldn't run away. Because I charged the the, uh, the Redemptor next to them, or the Gladius next to them. Ballistus. that's what it's called, that dreadnought. Anyways, uh, so that game was, it was a tight game because of the mission that we were playing, but it was a win. Uh, round two, I played into Alec Huffman, who was probably, and I'm going to rank this just because it's fun, probably the second most pleasant opponent that I had that weekend. Um, he was just a fantastic play, person to play, uh, but we did go into the game with him having practiced against exactly my list a day earlier and having gotten crushed. I went first, and his face just fell. And I did exactly to him what he was expecting and just punted his very, very sad CSM into the into the air. Um, round three, uh, so we're now Friday morning. I played into Aiden Brocklehurst. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, really fellow, really, really nice fellow, uh, part of the StatCheck patron. Uh, we had joked the day before. It'd be really fun if we could play because we were in the same pod. We were both 2-0. We paired into each other. Uh, He was running sisters with Exorcist, 30 Arcoflagellants, and a ton of trash. Uh, Really, he played it well, uh, but uh, the Arcoflagellant stat check ran into the Hearthguard stat check and died. Because 30 Arco killed three Thunderkin and put a wound on a on a Hearthguard and a wound on a Sagittar. I remember and watching the charge phase and then coming back and being like, oh, so what died? Oh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was he was he was by far the most pleasant opponent uh, opponent that I had this weekend that weekend. Uh we talked a little bit through about what could have been done differently. There wasn't a whole lot. We were also you playing know. supply drop. So it was that moment of eh. Yeah, and it's weird that third most pleasant opponent that i had we'll fine I, was, I thought I was you were gonna any, say just the least i thought you, yeah, no like you were like <laughs> i won't rank the other ones <laughs> you are the like goddamn uh, worst <laughs> round four i played into Manuel from uh i believe team germany i don't know if he actually plays for them but um from germany really friendly opponent uh he was running triple reaper uh black templar uh ironstorm And that list rinsed me because I had bad target priority early on. And Reapers, I will say right now, when you give them Oaths and Mercy's Weakness, a single Reaper killed an entire unit of Hearthguard. Well, sorry, nine Hearthguard and the call.
1: Turns out sustain two on
3: five (laughs) with twin link dev wounds is really good. It was pain. Uh, But he was a perfectly pleasant opponent. We had a really good game. Uh, and then round five, I'm in 3-1 now. I get the pair up into Arnes, uh Eldari, triple night spinner with Wraithguard, And I go, ah, and it's Purge. And I lost that game by four points. Strong. Because I he had picked behind and he had picked uh, homers. And he was going to score like 18 points on secondaries. Because I had basically said I'd kill his fast moving objects and made it so the Yin card would never teleport into my deployment zone. Until he put his Wayleaper in my deployment zone and I killed it. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of game five. I'm tired and still recovering from covid drudgery going on there and I went into the yeah. Okay, that was a game. I could have won. Oh, well, uh, so I finished the group stage three and two and went into the 3-2 bracket Anthony your five games.
0: Uh, I played Jaime Paris in round one. I'll note that this was only fucking possible because Jaime put Spain instead of USA in a move of complete betrayal to me specifically. Unlucky. After sh- shilling for him to be on Team USA, uh, so I went first and ran him the fidgety fuck over. He scored twelve points on assassinate and no other points. Um, fuck you, Jaime. Uh, and. <laughs> I love him dearly. He was so hard he went home. Yeah, well, he had something oh. else happen, but that's my version of the story, at least. Um, I love him dearly. This is a joke, obviously, for those of you not familiar with me and him. Um, so that was that. Ran him over. Good times. Had by one of us, at least. Um, in the next game, uh, I played Justin Moore, who, before the game, was like, I watched all nine of your games at Cali Cup, or, like, all the games I could here yours at Cali Cup. I got this. And I was like, okay. Uh, except it was Ritual and scrambler fields and he was playing gsc so he certainly did certainly not have
1: this i'm sure he did Uh, everything in his power to win that game it's just there was nothing in his power
0: correct he did his level best and lost 100 to 38. so um we were joking that like at the end i was like you were supposed to be the chosen one and it's just like it cuts to a gif of anakin with like a chain axe in his head being like i hate you um (laughs) anyway so that was that uh then we go into playing uh, Christian. Christian was playing Tau, if I remember right. Yeah. This was uh, unfortunate. So he went second against world leaders on corners, which is just the worst. Um, and he screened me, which was a good start. The bad part was right afterwards was that his uh Hounds were right behind his first screen. So I moved up, charged, killed his first screen, and tagged his Creed Hounds with all the Exalted. And and then on his turn, he failed both fallback locks, so he just had nine Exalted, like, stood in front of his army, waving at him with him, like, literally entirely unable to do anything about it. Oh, um, no. In this game, Angron killed four Crisis Suits by getting shot at by them twice, uh, never connected with them in melee, so that was cool. Uh, and then he like conceded onto the game was just a disaster not yeah. the best start
3: this was um, also supply drop so
0: that didn't come up
3: no but i just mean that like
0: <laughs> it could have come up in a different version of reality perhaps <laughs> but this game did not um
1: more importantly it was quarters
0: yeah the quarters was really where it went off the rails so uh in between these two days i started day one feeling pretty good but as we woke up on day two as ennis can tell you i was like something's wrong things have changed and i had to change the amount of like painkillers i took by the time we got to the hall basically i was like "Mm, not doing great so we play against mr mr Tao, and everything's fine i'm like okay let's see how it goes and i pair bam straight to david gaylord um which is not the optimal time to be playing against a really well practiced opponent now normally eldar is fine if they're not like perfect and super rep heavy into world leaders And I'm at 100%. As long as all of those things are true, everything's okay. Unfortunately, oh, and if Angron comes back literally at all, that is another important part of this process. Uh, Unfortunately, in this game, for the first time on the last one, none of those happened. So, I lost um i lost even by... was coming off
1: of his third game in a row into world leaders and yeah. like his fifth in two weeks yeah yeah Delgar, David just having can, gone second just, every time
0: <laughs> yeah just slamming the reps into world leaders he knew exactly what he had to do at exactly the right time all the things were like perfect um he executed like obscenely well i did not play against another opponent playing that well for the rest of the weekend he did a very good job um and then, straight off my loss into David Gaylord, groggy, tired, had to think a lot in that game. Bam! Right into the pair-up, into the eventual tournament winner of Manny. Um, so, because that's how life goes sometimes. Um, in this game, I was... So, Angron died on bottom of one, and then immediately rezzed on top of two. Uh, so, that was cool. Uh, he felt his charge afterwards, which would have just, like, ended the game on the spot. But, he didn't. He failed it. a lost by 12. So, that was that game. Um, we had, like, a really grindy finish. I think the end of the game was, like, Angron was alive from my army and nothing else, and he had, like, a Rhino and a Legionnaire. Like, one that had survived, like, something else earlier. It was, like,
1: a Rhino on each of his home objectives and, like, two Legionnaires and another dude contesting Angron on the middle to, like, yeah, win the was... game by 5 or something. To win the game by 12 or something like that. It was, it was a mess. It was... A, and this was a purge
3: too so
0: yeah it was a, the whole thing was a shit show um but yeah so that was that decent pod run three and two was a little unlucky with the pair up at the end but you know that's how it goes i was
1: we were real consistent because we all went three and two so yeah <laughs> um I had a slightly sadder path, uh, managing to lose my game too. But I'll quickly run through mine. So my round one was against Robert Kimpton from Australia, who actually plays in the UK. Uh, and I went to the airport with on the Monday back, uh, which was super weird, uh, just to be like, "Oh, the Australian dude is coming." Yeah, cool. Jump in the jump in the jump in the Uber, man. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so he was playing Drakari with just like a horde of MSU garbage, and this was kind of like the the first sign of something being disappointing every game, uh, where the Sangrador comes in, epic challenges, Lilith doesn't like hurt her she's like oh come on dude um he dropped in he dropped in lightning fasted epic challenge hit five times wounded once passed the three upfield I was just like oh for god's sake sangred um but kind of generally ground through that one with um the power of whirlwinds coming out and just like tank shocking and punching cobblites to death in combat because the fact that tanks out on force now means that you will kill a couple kabbalites a turn with two of them Uh, And that was just enough to eventually swing OC on the objectives to get me a 12-point win. Um, Then I paired into Kits with Hannah's Tau. And unfortunately, he had specifically wrecked this game into me, which was very upsetting. Um, (laughs) It's like, oh, okay, cool. You're just going to practice into my specific weird list. Screw you, Kit. Um, (laughs) To
3: be fair, you were the pod favorite, so it made sense for him to do that. Sure, man.
1: So yeah, I ended up going first in this one, managed to kill like three crisis suits with the ultimate whirlwinds and like put some hurt on. Uh, And then the board that we were playing on didn't really have any very good staging. There was kind of nowhere for the death company to like go forward. The only place they could go was somewhere where they were going to be in line of sight of something, wherever they went. So I kind of went with the safest option where it would force him to come towards me, like, you know, give me some decent shooting angles, pull him pretty close to me, keep some stuff far away. Uh, And the death company went out and then a breacher squad jumped out um 10 breachers jumped into the line of, sight of the death company and i'm like all right cool i can either armor of contempt this death company squad but there are two piranhas staring at it they're going to potentially make it take battle shocks, which means i might just not get to armor contempt or i can overwatch this breacher squad with a ball predator and if the ball predator kills like you know it's 3d6 plus three flamer shots wounding on threes and fours with a reroll, like he's not getting a great save you know like if i can kill like five six seven of these like i'm probably not taking some damage that crisis squad's gonna have to shoot me the ball predator probably lives like there's a whole bunch of things that start going really nicely at that point and i'm not guaranteed to get my armor attempt because i'm gonna have to take two battle shots. so i'm like cool i'll overwatch proceed to roll one one two on the 3d6 for shots put six wounds total on this on this squad of guys and he triple five ups the heavy flamer saves and i kill three And i'm like oh that's not good And I'm like, all right, it's fine. It's still like not that great odds to like kill the the squad. And he doesn't end up killing the squad. Like he ends up leaving like one or two of them alive. Um, But that's because the preacher squad with grenade and shooting kills seven death company pulling the crisis suits out of line of sight, except for the commander. I'm like, oh, that's not that's not good. So then the crisis one well, just like gets to kill the ball predator, and I'm like, okay. So I'm just like down an entire unit on where I where I wanted to be right now. It was very rough. This was turn one, like no buffs, just raw, rawing the shots into me, and just like failing all my three up saves, just like on cooldown. It's terrible. It was very upsetting. Um, it ends up kind of going from there of like. I miss a kill on a couple of things that I was would have really liked to not miss a kill on, and it just kind of snowballs out of there. And in one of those like traditional shooting versus shooting matchups, once it snowballs away from you, especially in a mission like the ritual, I ended up getting beaten uh, fifty four to eighty six. Um, really rough. Just kind of came down to you know like leaving one commander alive that then killed the Sanguinor by himself, like walking through an Overwatch and things like that. Like Kit had very clearly wrapped into it, and knew exactly what he was doing, played it well, and got the luck on his side. And when you're playing a shooting matchup like that. Like whichever side has the luck if you both play fairly reasonably the side that gets luckier is going to win the shooting matchup so um yeah so kick out that one I was a little disappointed with that but i'm like all right i can still you know four and one out of the pot it'd still be nice i'm like i need to like win my next two and then exactly pair the person that's like you know still four and oh possible um I then roll into matt laura who is feeling about as bad as anthony at that point uh, i think matt, matt was having a really rough day he was playing necrons with uh, like a big lich card brick and then like triple canoptic tomb Sentinel. it was a super interesting and weird list. oh uh kit had double hammerhead as well which was a complete <laughs> pain in the ass because they both just one shot a plane like, i don't like that i'd rather you didn't have those um it's like exactly the wrong kind of title list if this had just been like six more crisis we'd have about a much better time um Ah, uh, yeah. So Matt goes. Uh, we're playing supply drop against Guard, and it's it's the objective on his side that's sticking around. And I'm immediately like, okay, cool. So I'm going aggro this game, um, but he's put six heavy destroyers in reserve. So I dive his Guard brick with the Death Company, the Battle Shock to the second whirlwind. A bunch of them die uh he goes down to like you know three dudes he and into divisions within race they do no damage to the death company we get stuck in a melee there i eventually win that fight and nine inceptors drop right ring around the rosie around the board edge and kill all so kill all six seven destroyers in the reserve i'm like okay cool this is gonna be fine and that was basically the game unfortunately um matt was able to like find a tiny gap to drop in like a tomb sentinel a turn that tomb sentinel would trade with like two lich guard miss its charge or trade with like two inceptors miss its charge the last one would stand there a tomb spiders would charge the lich guard squad Sanguinor appears at a reserve kills the one that's not in melee charges into the lich card brick and epic challenges that character just things like that just like awkward annoying little things for uh for matt that ended up 81 to 42 just clean on the secondaries not very primary because it's still supply drop and he still had a ton of oc and was able to keep me off objectives a little bit but nice nice comfortable game there um if i go second that game's a little sketchier. L- lich let's an objective breaker or on an objective are very hard to kill when you don't have the momentum in the game then i managed to turn to josh roberts which is hilarious because josh and i play all the time in the uk uh josh is the previous england captain and he was playing the triple night spinner Yinkarn, and lots of war spiders list and this basically went exactly the way we drew it up i went first shot and didn't kill a night spinner which is possible but you know annoying um but stage up into the middle with the death company he then like fires back cleans up some scouts brings the Incarn forward onto an objective i bring the planes on kill the incarn Bring the Inceptors down, kill two night spinners, and then he has he has like a night spinner left and a wraith guard squad. Fuegan like dies to a ball predator, and it's just there's nothing, nothing Josh can do with this when he has a Wraith Guard squad and like a, a way leaper to night spinner against my army, and it just like cleanly from there. I keep the board control. We're playing vital ground. There's no central objective. There's nowhere for the Wraith guard to go. They get charged on turn three by the death company squad. You kill like five of them, they fall back, kill like three death company. You then at that point can shoot them with the melee pistols and they just die um so yeah nice clean exactly the way we drew it up exactly what the the planes was meant to do very very strongly positive matchup into like being able to nuke the incarn from orbit from anywhere on the board is really strong as it turns out and makes that matchup a lot cleaner um yeah i think josh was a little josh was a little upset when the the dev the the assault cannon on the mercy's weakness storm uh, storm put seven damage on the incarn Just like no no that's seven devastating seven saves and four devastating wounds and he fails three of the saves and just dies and it's great Oh, yeah. Um, he died with like all of the d6 damage guns left from that one to fire and a full plane left to go. <laughs> it's just like cool, I like this. I like this version of the incarnate that dies to that instead of the version that doesn't. Uh, my fifth game ended up being on stream against Caillou Orlando from Germany. Uh, I always regret going on stream, I stress very significantly when I'm on stream and play much more. Aggressively than I should. And I actually said that to Adam because Caillou was like, I think this is a bad matchup for me. He says that to Adam, I think this game is going to be quick. I think it'll be over fast. And I was like, that's great. We could do with a fast game so that we can get done and like go home for the night. And I'm like, now that you said that, you're going to crush me. And guess what happened? <laughs> um, just one of the, another one of those games where you kind of you draw up the plans and you're like I have to leave fail chances in here because I'm not playing an army with a ton of screens I have to give you like some nine inch charge options I have to you know like go for some slightly risky shooting phases and everything I tried that could have paid off badly paid off badly and every nine inch charge he hit and it was just one of those where in a mission like Parge of the foe where you know the difference between one kill and no kills is a tw- is like an eight point swing that happening a couple times seals the game unfortunately um you can watch it on stream where like my ball, my ball predator advances forward shoots a new doesn't kill it Gets murdered back. Cool, that's an eight point. That's an eight point swing. Uh, I drop in like six interceptors to try and kill a two wound and a four wound X screen, and don't kill either of them. And I'm like, cool, that's him getting killed more. Just like lots of little instances of that throughout the game. And then it, in the end, um the gene circle quad hits the charge into my backfield. Battle shock. I fail the primary, miss a hold one, uh, and it's just like every single thing just cascading a, a little awkwardly. Uh, but Kaiu played it really well. He like reserved all his chaff, so there was nothing I could really kill. The whirlwind storm one. I went for an X screen, didn't get it. Like it's reasonably likely to get it again same as a night spinner but very possible that you miss it missed it point swings all over the place um also yeah end of day three i'm not going to blame tiredness because kai came over from germany he was just as tired as me but you know it's the the end of game three decision making if you make if you make some small mistakes they can very easily cascade it's just one of those things when you're playing a list that plays on the ninth edge like the Blood Inges list does i have very few screens i'm very committed to you know like when you put scepters into a squad scepters are three inches away from it if they don't kill it they're gonna die. Um, so, yeah, just one of those high-risk, high-reward lists that had a couple of um, couple of games that didn't pay off on the reward side of things, unfortunately. But I was very happy with the list throughout the pod stage. I felt like every single game I played was one I could have won, which is not something you often get in 40K. Like, a lot of the time, you'll lose a game, and you'll just be like, man, there was just, like, stuff. Not a lot of time I could do that. When you play, like, skews shooty lists like this. Um, but it definitely felt like every single game, there was different choices, different paths you could have taken where they would have paid off, which is, you know, a bit different for the kind of that kind of shooting list. Not that that stopped any, everybody giving a shit for ringing planes. Also, Nas went like two and three in groups, which was very funny. So, <laughs>
3: it's the
0: first time a Naden jersey set a losing record. It's the first it time I a losing team, record. Well.
3: He was four and four at the end of the weekend, right?
0: But not while he was in the Naden jersey.
3: Oh, fair, yeah. It's still better than his record in the Puma jersey.
0: That's true. Which, I mean, and hey, Nas, you still got that?
1: No, he went and one and traded it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Nels also game went to the guard list. Actually, that guard player also beat Jack Harpster. So, like, we give him a ton of crap for that, but like, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have. Uh-
3: <laughs> no, nas deserves it. He went Nass in coffee and got it. punished. Yeah, the immediate L is quite funny. The like, immediate. I don't care
0: where you are. That, like, the immediate, like, burp, pff, is just funny.
3: That happened to a lot of people that that weekend, though. Yeah, roughly half. The event? Yeah. Well, no, but like, <laughs> I'm more like. In half- <laughs>
2: <laughs> man anthony with the math jokes the best after cali cup i'm the math man now
0: look at me <laughs>
3: how are you though
0: yeah i figured it out at the end
3: <laughs> it took you a while <laughs> i
0: got it right that's what the point of this is that you get it right
1: yes how did your uh anthony do you want to take this one first for the the to the bracket stage
0: Yes! So, in round six of the world bracket, a.k.a. sorry you're bad, now go have some fun. Um, oh so, <clears throat> I played uh, Marco Santopondre in the first clip, who s- tried to scam me. He was like, my army's not very meta, and he was really fucking good, and then he got completely scammed <laughs> by playing Grey Knights. Um, he basically, like, set up a turn where he was like, Drago's gonna charge here, I'm going to smite and do some Grey Knight wizard shit over here. And then it was just like, one for the smite, one for the smite, fail the rerollable six with Drago. Oh, and then he no. just conceded. He was like, I have better stuff to do with my time. And just was like, enough. Um, which, fair enough, he was about to get wrecked, but still rough. Um, yeah, so he got about as scammed as you can get like coming out of a Grey Knight turn. Um, and that was that. That I don't know. There's nothing really more exciting to say about that game. He got super scammed and then conceded. Um, my next round, uh, I played a absolute delight. Wonderful guy. Christ, I fucking hate priority targets so much. (laughs) Um, I basically, like, went first, which was very helpful in this matchup. It was against Tao again, but he played, he, like, piloted significantly better and his list was a little bit better. Um... And just, like, killed, like, so much stuff. Like, I had basically 100 locked in on turn, like, 3. Like, I was like, I'm going to get 100. And he nearly caught me. (laughs) because And he finished this game with 96. And I was like, what? (laughs) It was wild. Really wild. There was a minute where I was like, I'm getting 100, right? And I, like, did the math again. And I was like, okay, I have 100. And then, like, at some point on 4, I started to, like, lose stuff at a rate that was slightly quicker. And I was like i have the hundred like if you tie me fucking fair enough whatever <laughs> it was just like go nuts man and just like let him play solitaire for a turn or two. Uh, yeah it was that was a very silly end of that game um worst mission on the pack real travesty uh would rather play almost anything but servo skulls than that um honestly i'd almost rather play servo skulls than that in in the nonsense bracket because we're in the nonsense bracket it's fine um we're in like the it's real to me bracket you know what i mean like the the our feelings matter too fight fight your
1: life for a winning record bracket. yeah
0: yeah like the the i need to go home less sad the i got two silver trophies and lachlan rig managed to get one bronze trophy bracket that's where we were um yeah, they, uh, the awards for this event were garbage, unless you got first, by the way. <laughs> anyway, um, the so, yeah, I just think that, like, I don't know. Anyway, regardless, last round, played Olivier. That shit was dope. I fucking love that guy. We played a really fun game. His list was really cool. We, like, wink, wink, nod, nodded right at the beginning and was like, we're playing this as a scrim game for differential. Singles is a joke anyway. And just played the game trying to see what he would do in this scenario in teams. Um, And same vice versa, like full take backs, rewind entire phases to unfuck shit, like wonderful game, great time, probably the most fun I had in any game at the event. Really big fan of that guy. Very hopefully excited to see him at Pyra. Um, Yeah, that was was the best possible close to the event I could have had. Um, So I closed it out. 3 0 and went 6 and 2 on the weekend. I got second for the like second loser's bracket or whatever it was, like bracket three or some shit, because someone had higher, that uh, like feels good friend points or whatever. No, and no you,
3: you, you won your bracket. I you did not. 3-0. I
0: went, I got a silver trophy.
3: Yeah, you so, get a silver trophy because you were in the 3 2 bracket.
0: The, what they said to me was that someone else was higher... No, a different dude had higher feels-good friends points than me. So he got first, and he got a funny gold trophy. Um, So... The... Yeah, that was pretty much it. I got two little silver trophies. I got second for world leaders. um, And I got despite having the same record even though we played in different brackets. That was a very wacky system, by the way. Like if you're gonna bracket us, at least let the person with the harder road just have the gold. Like they're they're gonna like even if he had lost more than me, there should have been no world where I could have passed Brian. Thankfully he won the same so he got it, but like weird. Anyway, um so yeah. Six and two finished with two things. Got a little bit of ELO out of the event which is cool. Yay. Elo gains. Um and that was it. That was my event.
1: Fair enough. In us Yeah, um, so I played Game 4 was against uh nicholas i want to say frank home but i'm gonna default to it just being nicholas f on my score sheet uh who was from columbia which was super awesome you He did. gave me like a little bag of coffee that i don't drink coffee for so i'm gonna like give it to my parents at some point when i remember nice. um, but he was a really nice guy playing demons and we just had one of those like demons sure are demons games where i don't have a lot of <laughs> screens and they sure did have my home objective but they sure didn't have any models left yeah demons um, woo i will say triple whirlwind really terrible against balacor and just sat there like i'm gonna shoot i shot nothing turn one and i shot scored a screamer's turn two with three whirlwinds. i'm just like oh. mm-hmm. we're gonna sit here and we're gonna wait and we're gonna really hope you fail charges man you um, won
0: you played down all those points and you won by how much uh
1: it was a 90 to 64 in prior targets um <laughs> sorry and taking hold um just one of those where like he drops in bellicore shalaxy and the bloodthirster in my deployment zone like um celeste and the celeste and the bloodthirster hit the charge into the death company and kill like seven of them uh shalaxy misses the charge into the the whirlwind with a reroll because i like managed to push it back to like an eight or something like that just like slightly the awkward charge um pick up seven the three death company that are left her and go Celesque in the face dead so they're disengaged from combat which is a good feeling because you know death company are wildly messed up uh and then i turn around and between grenade strats shooting the planes coming in the planes pick up celeste uh between like them and all the hunter killer missiles and the ball and like you know just like everything in the kitchen sink and then like all the incidental damage picks up the Blood with like doing the last five damage during combat and i'm just like looking at bellicor like you're gonna kill something this turn. And Bellacor killed the rest of the death company. And like the Lord of Changes sat on his home objective, like fighting for his life against five scouts. Um, because you know that's what Lord of Changes do. No, he's like shooting a ball predator and like holding his home objective so the Sangrenor can't steal it because the Sangrenor is like in combat with some plague in the midboard. Um, cause he just like dropped out the sky on them. What um, this is a weird game the um, worst part
0: about all this is that you can't even buff demons the way they've been buffing everything else by giving them a million just like cutting their points in half because then like as allies they become bananas yeah. yeah so you, you just can't do that so they have yeah. to find some like extra mechanic to give them like they did death guard or something because it's just like what else yeah. do you do
1: yeah, and then that game ended up with like the planes then flew forward and shot and killed Belicor. The lad, the last activation, like was a plane with Mercy's weakness going, uh, four shots, eight hits with the D six damage guns on Bellacor. just being like, what if you just died from full. Uh- <laughs> sad just like oh the moment crown on fives. So i don't care that your stealth flipped fours is fine and then the lord of change teleports over like scores capturing the outpost on the last turn because like my home objective isn't screened because the space where i would have to screen it is where Bellacore was so it's like i can't be there yeah <laughs> so we just get the pace straight back in where it was on the three and steep strike um so yeah that ended up being a 90 point game because like, i got five on taking the last turn because i had gone first uh would have really liked to go in second that game would have been really nice um but oh, Nicholas was an absolutely fantastic guy, fantastic guy to play against one of the best games i played the weekend. Uh, then I played Jeremy uh, and this was pretty easy so we can skip over this one. Um, two
0: point game. No
1: problem. Easy. Three point. Three point game. Easy clap. You put it in as a two point game. I did put it in it as a two point game. game. Uh, yeah, okay. I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so this was a, a super weird game because this was search and destroy deployment, which meant that we started real close to each other <laughs> with all those sky moving Sagittars. Um, and jeremy kind of goes for the soft jam turn one where he like puts a couple things like into my deployment zone or like goes for a cheeky grenade play that like you know maybe pays off on killing the tech marine and like you know t- tags up a ball kills the other one and i'm like all right cool i'm gonna trade my 400 point death company unit for Jeremy being out of position, uh and that was so I pushed the death company squad forward and they kill like a sagittar and five dudes and they like shoot the bikes to death and they're just stood there in a place where the only way Jeremy could really deal with them is by dropping both Terminator squads in the same place next to my home objective, which is not really where I want them, but it's also like the best place I'm going to get them. So Jeremy drops in 20 Terminators there. Jeremy kills the death company except Lamar, he's because that's what is still fairly tanky with armor attempt yeah good sequencing jeremy split fire to kill a ball predator um left left the maris alive which i think cost him the game by itself um left him alive on three wounds so it wasn't even battle shocks it was great um he then hits the charter to a home objective which is obviously just like an oh for fuck's sake feeling i hate it when people hit nines into me it feels so disrespectful um and then it just kind of winds up with like the planes drop in at like the maximum safe distance like they're like 39 or 36 inches away from everything that can shoot them 29 from all the from all the the from all the terminators and it's like okay cool inceptors are all at a line of sight kill everything on that side of the board at just enough of a rate that i managed to hold jeremy down to like a five primary on the last turn in priority targets so you got a zero and then five and it was like cool and that was just enough to scrape over the line played the game slow played it controls played tactical which was fine because i don't really have any action units and just slightly slightly held jeremy down it was real sketchy uh i'll let jeremy talk about his side of the things when he comes back to his last one and then my last one i played against uh thomas wolbach and this was the game where i was basically dead to the world i kind of went for a weird screening play where i was like terrified of fire dragons ingressing and walking and killing a whirlwind that didn't matter so i just like didn't put two, the three lecture inceptors in his backfield and just like left two night spinners alive that probably shouldn't have been and then that last night the last night spinner the next turn was on one wound where it probably could have been dead and it slowed my um slowed my death company and they missed their charge onto the the guard by one inch i'm like oh. So I ended up losing that game by 16 points because it's just like I got held to a zero and taken hold. I was also just doing stuff like leaving three OC on an objective against an army with swooping hawks and things like that, where like I could have just had two whirlwinds on it and like not been an idiot, but instead I was not playing well and didn't do that and like got held down five primary twice and just like a, a couple of little things like that. That was just like feel like if I had played that game like 10 more awake, I think I would have been fine. Uh Like the list still like did everything I drew it up for. I killed all his backfield. Like the the incarn died like a mother trucker, the the it came in but just slightly slightly too uh played it slightly too poorly into a player as good as thomas is to like completely convert that one uh so i ended up five and three which i was pretty happy with overall like i feel like i probably could like there was two of the games that i'm pretty sure i could have won under better circumstances and then the cotton the um the kick game was mostly mostly felt like dice and him being very practicing the matchup um so overall yeah happy with it The, the list played exactly how i wanted to i was very very enjoyable to play um the dynamic of the list was super cool Uh, and it caught a lot of people off guard like a lot of people were like i don't understand how that beat me but it definitely did and i don't know what i would have done differently which is always the kind of play that i enjoy where you're like yeah man, i've just done something that i think is pretty cool and i think is pretty interesting um i know Nas had a bit of a rougher time with it he wasn't super high on the planes after the event but i had a really good time with him i thought they were super fun even if anthony did anthony and brian relentlessly gave me shit for them which was quite funny
0: I mean, I also gave Brian shit relentlessly, so... Yeah, that's... that's Brian yeah. earned that, shit. that
1: we're all just friends who just give each other shit <laughs> relentlessly.
0: Imagine snowflaking in the literal only tournament in the entire year where you're guaranteed that all your competition will be good, trolling.
1: I still don't even feel like the planes were snowflaking. I feel like they were a good match. No, 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 no. he's you talking know. about... Brian. Oh, I, Brian, yeah, Brian definitely snowflaked. <laughs> uh, he's also slightly talking to me. Uh, I don't feel like the planes were snowflaking. I know Nas does, but I think they were good, so...
3: I think they were a decent, th- a decent attempt at at playing with the terrain in mind, and also taking advantage of things that people weren't used to. All right, Jeremy, because, how was your? I was just going to add since the slate in September, most people have gotten used to. I can hide behind a plate. Can't do that against planes.
1: You
0: certainly um, can't. You can once they're dead, which doesn't seem to take long though.
1: I don't know. Every game I won, they fired the entire game except one. I, I lost one plane to Overwatch, and other than that, every game I won. They fired five times. They fired four times.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. So my round six. Uh, this was a hilarious pairing, by the way. Uh, I paired into Eric Marcoux, the <laughs> Canadian Knight Imperial Knight player. The only Imperial Knights at the event. Um, I have not lost Eric once in tournament play, or even in practice games, and so I was not about to let this start at the champs. Um, the last time we played was, uh, he ran into my vote 10 for the very first time or ran into vote period for the very first time, uh, at the finals of the Quebec city open the GT that I took down in back in October and he, he conceded at the bottom of two. And so I joked with him, I'm going to make you concede the bottom of one. And he was like, no, you're, you're not. We are, and we are playing hidden supplies taken hold, right? That round, I think. Was that a prio? I think it was taking hold, though. No, it was taking hold, because I was getting hold, 15 yeah. every turn. Um, and I go first and contain him. Bikes and warriors just run up and say, because we were playing on the orc table, I think it was layout three? No, it was layout, it was layout one. The one that has the, the two angles that are just outside the deployment zone and then the really heavy side sections. Um, and so because he's playing knights, he has to deploy basically either behind them or completely in the open. So he deploys most of his army behind them and bikes go, okay, you can't move over this. And Canis Rex is now on nine wounds and have killed the one armager that could leave your deployment zone. So he, you know, pushes back a little bit and I do it again. Kill the stuff that he managed to move to the edge of his deployment zone, box him in, and just keep doing this for the rest of the game until, you know, the end of three, he has three war sitting off in the corner, nowhere near an objective that are held in by two low two rows of warriors that he can never pass. And then on the other side, he has three Helverns that are each on a wound because I just couldn't kill them, but they're all in combat. So I was like, you know, they just die next turn, so I don't care. So we call it there. As we're about to call it, a judge walks by our table, notices that we're in Canadian jerseys, and goes, you know, you could have asked for, like, one of the tables around you to switch if you're playing into a country mate because this is supposed to be the world's bracket. You're supposed to be playing... and." It, both of us just turned and say, yo, that would have been great to know at the start of their own an yeah. hour and a half earlier when we were setting up and joking that we had to play this pairing. Because up until this point, and this is something we haven't really discussed, through the group stage, they made every uh, effort to make sure that you didn't pair into country because the idea was that they wanted it to be Hi May. <laughs> um uh, yeah, so it was, you know, we, we were just like, okay, so they had, they had thrown that out. But apparently the judges were supposed to be going around and letting people know that if you're playing like if it's two Americans play each other, two Canadians play each other, two Brits playing each other, you have the option of like turning to a couple tables around and be like, do you want to switch opponents? Because it's supposed to be, you know, more about celebration of the game. Yeah, you're playing for for... You know, best overall and all those things for your games, but they don't want people to be playing people that they just regularly play. That's Traditionally nonsense bracket help people that. yeah, it was the nonsense bracket and it was justifiably nonsense as a result of that. Um, so yeah, I think it was like a hundred to 40 at the end. Uh, the insult to injury was uh, he charged his averser into one of my hearth guard bricks from behind a wall so he couldn't get overwatched, uh, chose the sustained three, paid for precision to try to kill my call. And manages to wound my call twice and I just make both of the saves kill the averser and consolidate onto the objective that his Calidus was sitting on cleansing so not only does he not kill the call he then loses three points on cleanse and he also loses five points on extend battle lines because he's no longer holding an objective outside his deployment zone rough and that was where the game ended because it was just that moment of is there? Ooh, no. I'm not
1: recovering, I'm...
3: <laughs> yeah, he's like, you don't have assassins. Canis is dead. You have Armagers and, and Helvrens over here that are just... Yeah, so there was just no coming back. So we called it. We talked it through. We chatted a little bit. We got angry at the judges for not letting us know earlier. Uh, and I apparently Innis. And I go, this is going to be an interesting game. Because we're on Search and Destroy. And I have an idea of what his list can do into me. I have an idea of what the planes can do to me. I know what the Death Company can do to me. Um, and as, and as I said, played, you know, went for the kind of soft push, tried to put a little bit of pressure on. He did position and I got greedy with my Terminator allocations. I should have left the ball predator alive, kill Lamartis. Lamartes dies. The game swings probably very differently because Lamartis was just fucking around for the rest of the game, scoring him points. And that was a serious problem for me. <laughs> um, similarly, there were a couple other misplays that were, you know, I didn't shoot the, t- the plane, one of the planes when I should have because it wouldn't have had cover. All these little things, um, because he did drop it in range and try to kill some thunderkin and didn't kill any thunderkin,
1: yeah. You had two thunderkin left, like it was maybe uh, like
3: it two was in a, the leader, which was enough to, like,
1: yeah, it's like possible, right? And it was maybe with a situation where you just needed to go for a play that was a little riskier,
3: well, especially since the the, the other one was just shooting at a whirlwind that they were going to charge into, anyways. So, yeah, uh, yeah, there were a couple little things we talked it through at the end, um, and then the last round I played into uh, the wolf. Uh, Mate Hoffs from uh, Germany, uh, and uh, he joked at the beginning, we're going to play a game of European Warhammer. Uh, and that consisted of, so he was playing CSM with one Rhino, uh, two by two a Blitz, two Forge Fiends, 15 Chosen, Abaddon, um, and then three units of Warp Talons. And we were playing again on table quarters, <laughs> and he went first and just threw everything at me turn one so I was like all right I gotta throw everything back at you and we did that we bounced we, we and we just tabled each other by three by the end of my third turn I had two terminators in a call let's say two hearth guard and a call in one corner five hearth guard and a call in another corner on his home objective who had made a nine onto his home objective and some cultists this because I am disrespectful like that Um. And then I had, you know, nine, two units of warriors. One of them was missing one that were just running around doing secondary things. Uh, And he had two a blitz, two chosen and a Lord left. And we just looked at the board state went, this isn't going anywhere. I have, I'm going to hold more by the end of the game. I'm going to continue scoring homers because you just can't touch this unit. And the game basically ended there, but it was very much a like, we just threw, we, we basically punched each other out, and I came ever so slightly ahead, which ended up in a big swing on points because I was just able to sit on more objectives than he could. Doesn't sound like European
1: Warhammer. I thought European Warhammer was sitting in a corner saying 10 10, 10 10, 10 10, No, that's Art of War Warhammer. I don't know, man. You by one. Fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, there are different uh, different people on Art of War than are doing the circuit now, our 10 10 gamers, but the. Uh... those out and about are out there killing nerds i'm very proud of my my boys they are
3: Uh, big shout out
0: to fucking quentin by the way holy moly the murderers row he took down this week that weekend jesus christ
3: yeah quentin went through a hell of a run to go seven and one uh he only
1: dropped the hackett
3: right Yeah, Uh,
1: which is like
0: the cursed matchup, right? Like Necrons as Eldar is like, okay. (laughs) I'll
1: play it, but I won't be happy.
2: Yeah. All right. Do we want to transition to questions then? Or did we have anything else we wanted to do? Very quickly
1: wrap up with, I had a great time playing all the games at um, WCW. I kind of wish I hadn't done two international events back to back. It was definitely a little much on the like travel side of things. I think I would have enjoyed both events more if i had just done one of them uh, between like that and cali cup so definitely i think i'm going to have a look at for my scheduling for next year if i make it back um but overall the event was super cool it was a really awesome thing to be like invited to obviously not having to pay for it personally was pretty cool um that helps a ton with enjoying events right when they're free um yep but in general massive success i was super happy to be there um and i, I think it would be hard to Hard to complain about like the gaming side of things. I think that's the main thing. And when yeah. it's about the game more than anything else, that's you know a good place to be.
3: Yeah, I I'll add my my final thoughts. Like I I'm looking forward to going back. My goal when they first announced it was to get a ticket to go, and now my goal is to get a ticket to go again because it was uh, it was a great experience. It was for the event side of things, areas to improve for sure. But I played some of the most fun and best Warhammer that I've played, and most challenging Warhammer that I've played in a long time. There.
1: When are you to play at WC, Jeremy, come on. We'll see. We'll see you. This year is the game. goal.
3: This oh, year is this the goal. Year, right? He's applied to play. I have applied to play.
1: Yeah,
0: I am. Uh, hopeful that there's like a sweet team event in November in Poland or
2: something next year. <laughs> I'm played. We'll right. see. We're gonna. We'll dip into questions ah. now. And it's do you want to do plugs?
1: Um, can someone else just the plugs for now on forever? You were so much better at it last time, Nathan. <laughs>
2: can well, just, like pen Didn't I mean, like super stuff? fuck them up when I did it yeah, with Anthony though? So do I. So all right. Well uh, fine. Why don't you can you just do them now and I'll do the end of the show once. Okay. That's fine.
1: Um okay, so standard stuff. We uh as always have a bunch of things to plug uh because there is never enough apparently. Um so first up we have a bunch of other shows on the network. Please do check them out. That's End of the Matrix and Next One. I think this is an end of the Matrix week because it was uh next One week last week. Although they I don't even know if they recorded it. I've not been paying attention to basically anything recently. Um so do check those out. Those are two awesome shows about covering all other aspects of 40k whether the, the Matrix is a massive focus on teams and also like did a bunch of stuff for the like the European players that were going to WCW. And then um XM1 covers all the kind of this, like adjacent to 40k 40k stuff. Um like you know, credit cards and traveling and being a dad and practicing when you have to those practices and playing easy lists because you know you have a limited brain brain capacity, just use it in the appropriate ways on getting into the game, not on effing about a list, which is always a wonderful thing to have access to. Tim and Cliff are both wonderful. I'm looking forward so much to seeing Cliff in uh sorry, to seeing Tim in January when he's over for um Nottingham GT. Um yeah youtube patreon all the standard like um the stuff there's links down below um youtube.com slash stat check and patreon.com slash stat check uh you can get access to our discord community we're running awesome things like the vibe check league you can see all of our bonus content all of our past episodes basically anything that you are vaguely interested in related to us you'll find it on one of those two places um we have a bunch of merchandise sponsors you can find our uh you can find us at SaltarGames.etsy.com, uh, which is also in the link that covers all of our um, like tokens and like the deep strike gauges that Jeremy was showing up earlier. Um, you can go check out Wayland Yutani, uh, who are the terrain sponsors for WTC. If you use code STAT CHECK 5 you'll get 5% off on all your orders there. And also we get a little bit of a kickback on that. So if you're interested in getting any terrain from Wayland, do check that out. And then also red-dragon.ca for any of your 40K or other various hobby needs. In basically North America, uh, and then the world, if you're willing to pay a little more on shipping, uh, Dan will sort you out. Dan is a wonderful human being who does a fantastic job at all that stuff and does a ton of help with with us. I'm also told there's like a mystery package coming to me, so I'm going to be nice just in case it's a bad package. I don't want to get parcel like cluttered, Like it would be terrifying. Um, stat slash coaching. If you're interested in getting some help from either myself or Typhus in improving your gameplay, um, Please do check that out. It's uh, how I make a living and how Typhus makes a major cash. Um, is a super cool resource, and we're very proud to be able to continue delivering that. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do some more on this side of things with the, the classes and things like that next year. Uh, that Anthony and I did; we were out in Cali Cup because that was super awesome and had a really great reception. Uh, and great. that kind of all comes under that umbrella. Is there anything I'm forgetting? Probably. That's uh, too it's late a great, bud. Let's move on. Let's do show questions because it's three half past half past 12 and i need to be up in seven hours so <laughs> the two way to the two ways to ask show
2: questions are to super chat in the youtube chat during the live show or to join the patreon at patreon.com stat check where for five dollars a month you get the community access access to our events discount codes etc and the ability to ask questions on all of our shows essentially and provided we don't run completely ridiculously over on time then we'll be able to answer them during the show Uh, So I'm going to start with Discord questions and I'll pop over to the questions that we've starred and or pushed um, via Super Chats. The first question is from Luke G. Questions for a post-World Championship pod, assuming there is one this week. Did you guys have any thoughts on players from newer slash underreported regions like Singapore or Thailand that don't show up at WTC, either impressive performances or a different variation on how they approach the game?
0: Uh, I was really looking bad
2: at how anybody but myself did at the event, besides
1: my friends, just to flame them. So,
0: but someone more learned than me, I'm sure, checked.
1: I did not pay a ton of attention. I definitely know that we we saw some really cool, like, um, people that you wouldn't have expected to see, um, like, just based off of, like, name recognition that were threatening top players. I know, like, um, Nas had a tough game into, like, somebody from Italy that you never, that no one had that like not a ton of people heard of that also beat jack there was a he had a really rough game into a guy from hong kong like there was there was tons of people around like the guy that i played was the um the Colombian guy i played was in the three and two bracket like the same as all of us so like yeah no there's a ton of people from like smaller and undeveloped regions that are just as good at the game as everybody else's that are just you know don't have the name recognition and just because they don't have that does not mean that they're um doesn't mean that they're not as good as 4k it just means that they're not playing in the Anglo sphere um yeah as brian says liam says his most impressive one was his, was the guy from thailand uh i'm always super interested in seeing how these scenes continue to develop i know um a bunch of extra teams are looking at coming out to wc this year um like Colombia where i was speaking to i don't know mexico are looking to potentially bringing a team out so and there's a ton of scope for a lot of really cool development in 4k so let's just hang tight and wait and see it because you know they got time
3: yeah uh, the tie player in this particular was Yothan Suwan Predi. He was playing Orcs. Uh, he was in the 3-2 bracket and then he went 3-0 in his bracket so he finished with a 6-2 record. Finished 37th oh, yeah. overall. Nice. Uh, the second question from
2: Luke is, could Ennis talk through the theory behind the planes now and how it did or didn't live up to uh, expectations?
1: yeah in super brief the planes are really good at coming on in a really awkward position for your opponent to deal with and having pretty long range they have like one short range come with 24 inch and then everything else is 36 or 48 with all the d6 damage they get free reroll which is very good at just making them efficient and plus one to his fly so they come in in an awkward place to deal with or next to your lethal hits aura deliver damage basically uncontestably and then hopefully live to do it again um they do have a pretty restricted movement line but it's not easy for a lot of armies to block them and you can often say i'm in a way such a way that like your death company are like on top of where they would have to go to block them. So there's like a punish there and they just go back in reserve and then come out and deal with it. Um, that's how I was able to get like a decent charge onto Thomas's wraith guard was just like, if you wanted to block the plane, you had to put the wraith guard somewhere where I was going to get a charge on them. And it just ended up being slightly too much room to deal with. Um, if I had hit that charge, it would have definitely given me a lot of agency. Um, so just like, they're very difficult to interact, interact with damage output. They work into a lot of specific, in a lot of different targets. They have very, generally all-around good official profiles and they're not expensive they're only 155 points it's they are 310 points on my list They're it's not a huge investment um for something that creates a very chaotic game state let's say uh, where a lot of people just aren't equipped to deal with it very well um, and the more you can make your opponents struggle to deal with what you're doing the better time you'll have to give a 4k just in you and then the third question is what is
2: one correct reaction and one overreaction GW will take away from this tournament for the balance patch, seeing the best players play.
1: Eldar aren't broken there therefore they don't need changes.
3: One that a curse cult probably needed an adjustment is the proper reaction, and the overreaction is that, and it's just covered it, that they won't adjust Eldar enough. CSM will get hit slightly, which then bumps up Eldar overall, and we're still in the same boat that we've been in for the last almost six months
2: reasonable uh davin basically just asked the same second question and then had an addendum that players from southeast asia mentioned jet lag as a significant problem um with 12 hour time differences as a yeah, big i would imagine challenge for them
1: yeah yeah, yeah. uh dan at, that it was meant to be an easier bracket with the two games four hours like i would like to hope that it was at least planned for but
3: I that don't was know, the I'm intention. I think it actually makes it more difficult when you have those stretched out games, because you still are going to play at the same pace that you normally play, finish your game and be like, I've got two hours till my next game. Taking a nap is irresponsible because I won't necessarily wake up because jet lag. Uh, so I'm just going to twiddle my thumbs and then be more tired for my game too. Yeah, maybe they could have done the one game day as the,
0: like, the first day, but... Well, unfortunately, we have no method of keeping track of
2: the time, so... (laughs) All right, we're going to go over to Dan's question. Dan F. asks, the favorite flavor of bagel and cream cheese? Everything and
0: veggie? What else would you possibly answer this with? I
1: don't really like cream cheese.
0: Veggie
3: cream cheese?
0: Yeah, it's fucking delicious. It's the move. like cream cheese.
3: Ugh, gross. I I understand
0: it, but God, why? (laughs) Yeah,
2: Liam gets it. (laughs) You'd get run over by so many cars.
0: I'm not convinced um, Liam
1: gets anything in life. That's just he gets honest. the he gets rose bushes <laughs> site <laughs> results. Yeah,
3: rose bushes and, then,
2: and Warhammer wins. Yeah, I was gonna say everything bagels and plain cream cheese or chive cream cheese. Those are my favorites. Or yeah. uh, like
3: bagels, salmon fruit cream
2: cheese. Fair. Uh, Preston says thoughts on scooped bagels, and I agree with Tom H's oh, response to this, this which is off. that you are banned. Yeah. For. Fair. What's a scoop bagel? It's, it's when you just, take all the no. bread out of the inside of the bagel and
3: you just uh, have the crust left.
2: And then you just have crust.
3: Why? And then you usually... are,
2: it's
0: some weird California shit. Oh, uh, it's too much gluten. Sure. <laughs> just get we'll a gluten free bagel. Blame we'll
3: Ben for it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea.
2: <laughs> uh, Luke G asks for first impressions on Necrons and admec Jeremy, any excitement to dust off the half robo boys?
3: Which, uh, which one? Is I, the build, I built an exorcist this? today, so that gives you an idea of how enthused I am about the Advent Codex right now. Here you go. <laughs> uh, in, in all seriousness, it's more just because I I'm trying to actually make progress on my sisters. Um, but I have read through both the books. I've gone through them in detail. The Necron book looks like it has a a, a few fun builds in it. If, if the points there are the way that they are in the Munitome Field Manual right now, uh, stands are going to be hilariously hard to deal with because they just all got five up feel no pains because they thought that was a good idea. Um, yeah, you can't take enhancements on the uh, on the transcendent satan anymore, but uh, if it's 275 <laughs> and it has a five up feel no pain base, why not just take Wait, three I, of them? Yeah, I mean, you should. You
2: should but at they, that point. They still re three. Yeah. Um,
3: in all seriousness, uh, on the <laughs> ADMEC front, I do believe that there's some builds in there. Um, I just haven't really felt the ADMEC lately. Like, I just... I want to make progress on the sisters, so I haven't been paying as close attention to the back. I did help write the the Goonhammer review for it. There, the Skatari Hunter cohort does feel like the strongest one in there. There's probably a decent Explorer Manipul build as well, um, and if you want to run sixty Electro Priests in boats, you could probably do that and do fairly well with it as well.
1: Breachers still seem really solid. Iron are pretty are still pretty cheap and decent shooting up. Uh, and this is this is
3: all with the big. Fucking asterisks on what are we doing with points? Like, is it gonna be the current MFM? Is it gonna be what's in the back of the codex? Because if it's in the back of the codex, admec is just sad.
2: What I will say is that I've seen some of the lists proposed for the hunter cohort with like 18 dragoons stuff in it. And I'm like, that 12 of those is seven hundred and twenty dollars, guys.
3: Don't so expensive. This way. it's there are people with it's always been expensive. No, there's there were, no one with thirty-six.
1: There are people with thirty-six because you used to be able to play 18 of them. Yes,
2: there are definitely people who have that many, but I was like looking at how much money it I've would cost to build some like, of those
1: lists. Oh, I remember
2: that game in U.S. dollars, obviously, <laughs> and it was over a thousand dollars and I still wasn't out of like the models for two of the models so far.
3: Yeah, because you, you can feel 27 of them now. Nine of the <laughs> Jazz aisles, nine of the Tansy Lances, and nine of the, uh, Innis, oh, sorry.
2: Ines, how glad are you to be done traveling for a little while? <sighs> <laughs>
1: It's been so nice. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm gonna go and get on a train for two hours for a practice day and I'm like not upset about it so like that's the level of where I'm like the limit of traveling for me right now I was gonna go down to England like twice in the next month and I'm like no I'll go down next year I'm not I'm not fucking about it I'm I'm gonna take a bit of a chill I have enough international events next year that I don't want to don't want to burn myself out too much
2: and then in as dan has a question for you which is what's in the box and then i'll share a picture of the box
1: (laughs) that's a pretty big box and i I, i'm i don't want to know i can't wait to find out i'm sure it'll be cool i'm sure it'll be terrifying i will do my best to open it on stream but if it arrives on like a wednesday i'm just opening it and i'll i'll maybe like film it or something but i I can't wait I'll, i'll wait like at most two days to open it um reasonable
3: we have been really right. bad about that about dan just sending us packages and people not opening them on stream exactly so i'll do my I mean, best real punishment if it punishment arrives, the might come if if you it arrives don't on the wednesday sorry
1: <laughs> i'll reseal it maybe
0: just take a video like <laughs> exactly we, we have a youtube channel you could just take a video i know you can go live even when you get it
2: it's true Uh, Ronnie asks, do the GW streams do more harm than good for promoting their game and community? Uh, One wrong turn and Twitch provides you with pitchforks and platform.
0: Fuck it feels like it sometimes.
2: This is as good an answer as any, really. Uh, Ben asks, favorite holiday cookie or treat? I assume we're talking about like towards Christmas time now, essentially. Gingerbread related shit is
1: good. There's, like, these German, like, biscuits that we used to get all the time. You still get them in Little. They're called, like, Lebkuchen. They're fantastic. They have, like, icing on them, and they're wonderful. I love them so much. I could eat a full bag of, like, a kilo of them in a day.
2: I will say now is one of my favorite times, because you start to get, like, molasses and spiced cookies and stuff like that, and those always yeah. make me happy.
0: Yeah, the spice cookies are way better than the normal random garbage
2: we get.
1: True. I mean, it's just the simple uh, shortbread.
2: Sometimes simple
1: shortbread's good. I mean, shortbread's just an all-round thing in Scotland, so. Yeah, you don't get away from it there.
2: Ethan asks, prepping for an RTT in January, what's a good checklist to follow to prepare for the event and to prepare my list? Any other tips for during the event besides stay hydrated, sit down often, and eat healthy?
1: Talk to the people that you're at the tournament with. Have some fun. Make some friends. Find some practice partners. See who else is invested in going to events. Like, you know, develop yourself a bit if you're meeting new people. Or hang out with your friends. Have some fun. It's an RTT. Don't take it too seriously that yeah it was like good advice
3: yeah remember that... are
1: where you test list and you don't you don't have to replace it already you test some new stuff play some things where there's no stakes right you want to jam something for fun you know it's three games it's not exactly much of an
3: investment it's a day and i think the biggest thing is just remember that everyone there's they have fun except you too... who are the win. i am the fun killer after all
1: starts to feel like
0: that with world leaders after a while. Like I'm the executioner of cute shit. Adorable. <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> don't get cute. Bryant asks, for Anthony, how do you handle custodes as world leaders? First round of combat into Wardens is rough.
0: Um I tend to just jam them with like things that don't care, like Karn, like gone. Fight first him. Um my so I've played custodes twice with world leaders. One of them was hilarious because the dude I charged Karn into a squad with like five of his homies and he didn't pop the start of phase feel no because he was gonna fight first there, which is reasonable, except uh Karn fights on death and killed all of them.
3: Flat three damage AP2. <laughs>
0: um so that was funny. Uh but yeah, like look for stuff like that. Try and jam them up with like rhinos and shit. You have to multi charge. Stuff's gonna die. That's the game. Um, you can you can pretty effectively face tank custodies with minus one damage exult. Um, it just costs you two CP. Um, it just depends on like what they're hitting you with a lot as well. Um, but for the most part, those are kind of the kind of the plays. Um, custodies don't typically have great shooting, so put the master of executions with a ten man, and try and lean on that a little bit.
2: All right, now we're going to go into Super Chats. Dominic says, the boys are back in town. Thank you for the $10, Dominic. We are all four of us back for the first time in quite a while on a stream. It's been two to three of us for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, Martine asks, will Clan Wars be better than WCW? It's a low bar, so I think Clan
1: Wars has got it. His name is Martine, thank you. Uh, or Marigold Victor Bell if you want to go old school. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: um Clamor's gonna be March great, 10, man. We got we yeah. got eight coming, good. it's gonna be fantastic. Uh I'm playing four norns, it's gonna be great. Let's go.
3: Four norns. Just one norns
1: one assimil one emissary, three assimilators because I'm using all of my demons. I've just bought bases for them.
3: That's Jeremy.
2: Dominic asks a question now, which is, Jeremy, are you in Ottawa? I'll be there for work the week of December 10th. I can bring my boys if you want to get a game in, LOL. 100%
3: 100% Dominic. Uh, hit me up on Discord. I am located in Ottawa. I will give you a tour of the Dragon, introduce you to everyone wonderful there if you want to. We can even play a game there on the stat check mats that just came in. The Dragon's dope.
1: No. We, we, need, we need pictures of games being played on the stat check mats so we can like spam them on socials and stuff.
3: Yeah, I I played my first game on them uh, on Thursday and I completely forgot to take any pictures. So, you know. Solid. <laughs> Cliff Cliff is mad at you from a distance. Oh, I know. Cliff, Cliff is so disappointed <laughs> with me. I'm terrible at this. Well.
2: Wow. Brian gives us two pounds and just says orcs, 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 orcs.
1: Dude, yeah. why do kill only have two attacks, bro? I was so shocked when I read that data sheet. Uh
2: because <laughs> they
1: like all wound. That shit sucks to get hit by. If they had three, yeah, I'd no, I'm it. sure. But it's just like I was just like a little bit, oh my god, that's an orc model with two attacks. Why? Three on the wall, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
2: Jimmy B asks, What are the prizes? Any models?
3: <laughs> so prizes was... at a GW event. <laughs> so actually, actually, I will I will say if you Manny. won, if you won, if you got best general or best overall for your system, you were promised one of everything that came out in 2024 for your system, which for Boris and Manny is a hell of a lot of product given where it's we're going at.
1: Straight on the shelves. At well, Bay yeah, it's gonna go straight
3: on Manny's shelves. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Boris, well, I don't it, know
0: is it everything new that comes out or is it every like codex code no no it's it one of every, every model yeah like oh, okay. model
3: book collector box that's cool have it it's um, kinda neat. which is funny for the underworld guys because then you're just like yeah, all 40,
1: trickle down
0: prize-onomics. yeah.
3: Oh, well someone in the UK on. will
0: get to buy those free things that those
3: two guys got so that's true cool. uh it's assuming that they have the uh product in order to actually give it to them also fair i mean i'm sure its it's first
0: priority for games workshop is the free stuff they're giving away and not the ones they're selling (laughs)
3: uh and then everyone who made top eight so if you won your group um or made it through your group because the other systems were slightly different than 40k um you automatically were invited back And I don't know the details of that, but given that pretty much every other U.S. Open that included hotel and airfare, that may have also been the case for everyone who made Top 8. I don't know if it is or not. That that seems ambitious, but
1: Manny and Boris maybe got that.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The next question, I suppose, since we're not going to talk about the disappointment level after that, um, is from Seth, who asked, show question, who wants to play me on TTS tonight? And it's me, Seth. I'm I'm going to play you on TTS tonight. Nice, but I might slam like two more beers before we do that. Let's go. So it might it might be sloppy. Um, <laughs> Nathan's not working tomorrow. Fuck it. Woo. I I am actually working tomorrow. I'm just gonna slam the beers anyways. Okay. Fuck it. Woo. Capitalism yeah. is terrible and makes me sad. That's right. Um, Let's go. <laughs> Ed Miller says, "Hey Anthony, what did you think about the DEA Marine list you played against in the finals at Cal?" Oh, what's up, Ed?
0: Uh, it was quite good. Uh, there is like changes you could make to it. Uh, I think Spatho updated it slightly for gw train at for using his wcw list he played
1: redemptors i do not think he liked he made it worse about them he said he did not think the list was very good okay so
0: never mind don't fucking do that turn those rep x's into more inceptors and world ones and it'll probably be a net better list that was what i did when we talked to him about it the first time
2: and then the last question of the evening is from evader uh which is anthony can i play 36 eight bound in world Eaters? i think that fits put 18 of them in rhinos don't do that only only do that at all rhinos
0: don't don't do that if even if you go to that event if i find out you put eight bound if i know you and i find out you put exalted in your rhinos i'm mocking you relentlessly forever never gonna recover from this yeah just don't do that it's the dumbest thing it is clearly not intended it is unnecessary for the power level of the army just don't
2: but dude two
1: by three no <laughs> Shush. All right. no so that we enough.
2: don't that so we don't make anthony have an like an actual yeah he hasn't gotten close to the screen yet so he's not that mad yet
1: everyone's got the um, butcher the baker and the candle make candlestick makers nails in at the moment yeah. out of time.
2: <laughs> thank you every- for watching our show tonight that is all of the moment did uh I we'll I like? see you all next lag? week no he's same likes. time same place same channel i did lag sorry oh, okay. I, I, I was like towards the end but i'm not repeating it please refer um, back to the earlier we,
1: plugs because we're not doing them again Yep.
2: Yeah, uh, please go back to the earlier plugs they're not going to change between now and then but come join our discord if you want an awesome community it is really great it's very supportive in a chaotic and often gift
1: and if you get a golden ticket next year you should
0: probably go it's a cool event it's cool enough to go to to see everybody atlanta sucks fuck priority targets good night everybody
3: yeah we'll have a new mission back by then good night here's hoping for more shows like
2: this check out the goonhammer media network more info at media.goonhammer.com